Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Giselle Aguiar, and my purpose here is to tell you of the good news of the salvation of Jesus Christ that's available to everyone. If you're new to the podcast, you can listen to my personal story in the first three episodes. I pray that as you hear this message today, it will encourage you to read the New Testament, the Gospels, and the letters, which explain the good news of Jesus' true salvation, your one-way, non-stop ticket to heaven. The episode will begin after this short message. The lawless prevail on Pentecost, but will it get worse? Tonight it seems that despite the efforts of curfews attempting to stop the protesters and rioters, lawlessness prevails. The picture on the top of my blog is of historic St. John's Church in Washington, D.C., when rioters, or should I say arsonists, set a fire in their basement. Thank God that D.C. firefighters extinguished it. There was some damage to the building, but it's repairable. There are some fake pictures of other burning churches that people are trying to pass at St. John's. The tweets from the D.C. Fire Department are at the bottom of my blog. Over on my blog, I have a little bit of the history from their website. I'm not going to read it all right now. But just so you know, um, the parish was was built in, um, the first cornerstone was um, was set in 1815, and the first service was held October 27th, 1816. So this church is historic, okay? And it's very popular with presidents and president inaugurations. So a 205-year-old building almost destroyed. And for what? What in heaven's name does burning a historic church have to do with protesting a bad cop overstepping his power on an unarmed man? What's happening across our country, America, is heartbreaking. Today is Pentecost Sunday. My Pentecost Sunday started joyfully as I sprang out of bed eager to get to church to volunteer on the cleaning crew and to serve communion. It was the first day our church was meeting in person in weeks because of the lockdown. Less than half of our regular congregation attended in person, but they broadcasted both services on Facebook Live. An excellent message by Pastor Chuck at First Christian Church. And if you click on over to my blog, I've embedded the Facebook Live video there for you. Pastor Chuck brought up a question at the start of the message. What have you learned about following Jesus in a pandemic culture? My first thought was, we need more voices in the wilderness. I get that from Matthew 3 3. It boggles my mind how we can go so quickly from a we need to heal our country from the pandemic to a let's burn the country down mentality. It all has to do with social media. I hate to say it, but that's it. In no other place in time can millions of people be encouraged to not only protest, but to turn violent and riot in all of our cities in so short of a time span. Yes, blame social media. The problem is the few bad people, and I'm calling it like it is, have a very loud voice. That's how well-organized, that's how a well-organized terrorist group like Antifa can organize so many protests that turn into riots so quickly. Today, Lance Wallnow held a Facebook Live presentation that explained a lot. 
and you can click on over to my blog and I've embedded that Facebook live presentation there. It's another excellent message, but one thing he said that helped me make sense of what was going on. He said, and I'm paraphrasing, the devil is manifesting the riots because the Holy Spirit is growing in power. Huh? Well, think about it. This past Easter, three things happened. One, it was the first time ever that modern churches were told to not congregate because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Two, because of the pandemic, people were seeking answers and they turned to the churches. Three, because the churches were now streaming online, their services were available to anyone, anywhere. Thus, a great number of people have turned to Jesus Christ and have professed him to be their savior. Greg Laurie's Harvest Church alone claims over 50,000 people have come to Jesus. He said today in his Pentecost Facebook live feed, um, which, of which there's a link in my blog, that on the first Pentecost they had only 3,000 new believers. That was a lot for that time. Look at what the power of the internet could do today. We must turn the power of the internet into a God tool. Just like the bad voices can use the internet and social media, so can we. Here's what we have to do. One, share. Don't just like a Christian post. Liking is good, but sharing is better. It gets more reach. The reach increases by however many friends you have. The more reach you have, the chances are better that more people will see it. Two, share Christian content. Anything, Bible quotes, videos, songs, messages, anything. Share it public on your favorite social network. With the YouVersion Bible app, you can easily create nice pictures with Bible verses and share them. Paul wrote to Timothy, All scripture is inspired by God, and it is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. And that's from 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17. Um, New Living Translation. Three, if you have the inclination to do so, blog, record a video, preach, and share. Now read from Acts 2, 17 through 18, quoting the prophet Joel 2, um, 28 to 30. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy, your young men will see visions, and your old men will dream dreams. In those days, I will pour out my spirit even on my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. Prophesy in this case means preach. And I read from Matthew 24, 14. And it's a verse that I was, I was reading in one um, devotional in the Bible app that says, memorize this verse. And the good news about the kingdom will be preached throughout the world so that all nations will hear it and then the end will come. Jesus said when he was yelling at the Pharisees in Matthew 23, 38, outwardly you look like religious people, but inwardly your hearts are filled with hypocrisy and lawlessness. Paul tells Timothy in 2 Timothy 3, 1 through 5, you should know this, Timothy, that in the last days there will be different, difficult times, for people will love only themselves and their money. They will be boastful and proud, scoffing at God, disobedient to their parents, and ungrateful. They will consider nothing sacred. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. 
They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride, and love pleasure rather than God. They will act religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. I remember when I first studied this passage in a Bible study group at FCC. I exclaimed that this describes today. Ever since then, it's one of my favorite passages to quote on social media. Feel free to grab the image that's over in my blog and share it. The faster we get more people to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, the faster we increase the power of the Holy Spirit here on earth. And to answer the question at the beginning, will it get worse? Yes, it will. We are living in the last days. But if you know Jesus as your personal Savior, you know that we have the hope of heaven, that earth is not all there is. Thank God. So, do you know Jesus as your personal Savior? Do you have the Holy Spirit in your heart? You can. It's easy. Just believe that Jesus is the Savior, repent of your sins, be baptized, and receive the Holy Spirit. Pray this prayer humbly and wholeheartedly. Dear Lord Jesus, I know I am a sinner. I believe you died for my sins. Please forgive me. Right now, I turn from my sins, and I open the door of my heart and my life to you. I confess you as my personal Lord and Savior, and I will follow you for the rest of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you click on over to my blog, there is a list of the next steps in your new walk with Jesus. And don't forget the five solas. Sola Scriptura, Scripture alone. The Bible alone is our highest authority. Sola Fide, faith alone. We are saved through faith alone in Jesus Christ. Sola gratia, grace alone. We are saved by the grace of God alone. Solus Christus, Christ alone. Jesus Christ alone is our Savior, Redeemer, Lord, and King. And my favorite, solidero gloria. To God alone be the glory. Amen. And happy Pentecost. Thank you for listening to this episode. Jesus said in Revelation 3, verses 20 through 22, Look, I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. Those who are victorious will sit with me on my throne, just as I was victorious and sat with my father on his throne. Anyone with ears to hear, must listen to the Spirit and understand what he is saying to the churches. Jesus is knocking. It's up to you to open the door. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. The links are in the show website. Make sure you download my favorite free Bible study apps, Version Bible app, and Through the Word. These will make it easy for you to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily. Seek the truth. Seek the gospel truth. Oh, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button and then the share button. The gospel of Jesus is meant to be shared. Soli Deo Gloria. To God alone be the glory.